going to turn things back to Mr. Mark Weber for the third and wild and crazy hour of Garden Talk this morning. Good morning. Why do you think it's the wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk? What plan I am? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this last hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk to John Scott from Knollwood. Along with that as well, we're going to give you the opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Knollwood with What Plan I Am. And that's where I am the plan and your job as the listeners to guess what I am. That, and we're going to talk to you at 457-1290. In the last final and wild and crazy third hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Santini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good Saturday morning, and welcome back to Garden Talk in the third and final wild and crazy hour. And uh, if you've got a gardening question, we have a boatload of resources for you to give us a call at 457-1290. Two lines available as we begin the third and final hour of Garden Talk. We're going to spend a lot of time in this third hour taking your calls. And we've got two loaded up and ready to roll, and we're going to go jump to them as soon as the theme music bends down. And uh, remember, Garden Talk, folks, is all about helping you with your yard gardening landscaping challenges. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this show for 28 legendary years. I'm a board-certified master arborist. I am a degreed horticulturist from Ohio State University. Um, And I spend a lot of time helping people figure out what's wrong with their plants. Um, I'm part of an organization called Mark Weber's Landscaping, and you can learn about what we do at WeberLandscaping.com. And without further ado, let's jump to the telephone lines and the number of the dial. If you would like to have a question answered or give us a comment is 937-457-1290. That's 457-1290. Without further ado, let's go to Covington. Let's talk to Linda. Linda, good morning. And how can we help you? Good morning. So thank you very much for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I have a whole fence row of lilac bushes. I've lived here, I believe, six years. I didn't know I was supposed to trim them, so they have got to be about 15 or 20 foot tall. Mm-hmm. Now I need to, to trim them back, but how far do I trim them? Well, first of all, keep in mind that lilac is a suckering shrub, meaning that it develops new growth from the base of the tree up, okay, the base of the plant up. Um, you've got really two choices on the table right now. One is to do what we call renewal pruning. And that's where you're going to go in at the base of the plant and you are going to cut out the biggest, thickest cane. And typically we want to remove about one third of the largest canes at the center of the plant. So let's say that you had 12 big canes in the middle of the plant. Those are the big stems. Do you, you follow me? And I, I've got that. Do that again. The base. I go to the base of the plant. Look at the, the yeah, yeah. Look at the base of the plant, and uh-huh. you'll see. Let's say, for example, you'll see see twelve big stems. Okay. And let's say they're the size of your thumb or your index finger or bigger. And of those twelve, you're going to remove thirty three percent. Oh. And by doing so, you'll introduce light into the center of the plant, which will generate new suckers or new canes coming out from the bottom. Because the whole key to most flowering shrubs is the generation of new wood. And by producing new growth from the bottom up, you produce better quality flowers and a better reliance and better flowering habit. So that's the first method. The second method, um, which most guys really like, (laughs) is called stool pruning. And that's where you cut all of them off about six to eight inches above the soil line. Now, the time of the year to do that is now. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to go much later. 
You want to have it done by no later than the first week of July. Because wow. because by first week of July, well, by mid-August, lilacs are forming their flower buds for next year. Right. Yeah. So the time to get it done is now. And you can cut them down to six to eight inches from the ground. And they don't feel a thing. Oh, my. Can you do it with a chainsaw? If you'd follow the chainsaw manual and wear chainsaw chaps and face protection, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, that sounds really drastic. I thought it would be a See, I told most most ladies like the the third method, okay? Yeah. Guys really like the one, two, three, cut the thing to the ground and walk away. They really <laughs> like that stool so. pretty. And you I'll tell you, over the years there's been more husband wife controversy on garden talk related to that pruning method. And I, I've often made the comment in a, in, a, in a jovial way I've made is, is I'm a plant counselor, not a marriage counselor. So. Right, right. <laughs> so. Well, what about my pussy willow bushes? Same way. Same way. Now with wow. a pussy willow, with willows, remember willows are plants that really want to grow, okay? Uh-huh. They really want to grow fast, and when they grow fast, they want to die young. So the way that we keep a willow looking nice is being really aggressive with pruning. So with a pussy willow, I'm thinking about a stool prune probably once every three to five years. Okay. And by stool pruning, I'm going to cut it nearly to the ground. It's going to regenerate with a tremendous amount of new growth from the bottom up. And it's then going to produce these amazing new little canes that will give us me wonderful, wonderful flowers and uh, bloom performance the following spring. Okay? Wow, it's going to look different around here if I cut all this stuff down. You know what's going to mean, though? And I'm going to give you a bit of, 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 of analysis here. What I'm describing is maintenance, Okay. Uh-huh. What I'm describing is what we call the BMPs or the best management practices of pruning. By doing those types of activities, you're going to end up with a tidier landscape. You're going to end up with a better performing landscape. And you're going to end up with a landscape that looks more attractive. Because like we talked about earlier today about trees and plants, most of the plants and trees that we all love and dearly have, have came from the wilds, okay? They came from the woodlands where no yeah. one pruned them, okay? <laughs> and when we bring these plants close to our homes, we bring them close to our businesses and our churches and schools, they require maintenance, and maintenance is how we keep them strong, and that's how we keep them healthy, and that's how we keep them, we, we maintain them. If we don't maintain our landscape, it becomes sick and twisted and all messed up, and it's not, not very um, nice, okay? What about forsythia? Same thing. Okay, because it's in there with the lilacs. You got a lot of pruning to do, kid. It, I know. It sounds I like stool. Somebody it, with a good chainsaw. You know what? Stool stool pruning sounding better and better every day for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I wish you the best, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for your call and thanks for being part of Garden Talk. Thank you. Bye-bye. 457-1290. See, she, she's 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 not going to talk she got she's not going to be one of those that her husband calls the 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 because he doesn't want to do the one, two, three move pruning. He he wants to, she wants to do the stool pruning, so they have they'll be happy in their gardening. <laughs> Marvin, good morning and welcome to Garden Talk. Marvin? Yeah, oh yes. Hello. You are live on the air. How can I help you, Marvin? I have a row, it's eighteen foot long, of grapes. And I've got thistle, stinkweed, and it's just I'm to the age where I can't keep up with it anymore. I'm I'm going to have it removed. What I'm curious of is how deep does the roots go on grapes? Hmm. Grapevines. What variety are they? Well, they just produce um, oh, like a sour green grape, and then the red grapes or uh, or the purple grapes are delicious. 
but they've almost quit producing. Okay, so th- would this have been like a Concord or Niagara? Yeah. Yes. All right, so it's one of our native grapes then. Right. Yeah, the reason I ask is you can buy grapes that uh, are what they call French hybrids, which are actually grafted upon um, a native rootstock. Generally speaking, um, if I'm going to cut down and remove that, I'm going to cut it as low to the ground as I can. and then well, I'm, I'm going to have it dug out. Okay. Well, I'm going to say is if you want to do that, that's fine. But I think whatever remaining roots are left, you may want to cut and treat them with um, some type of post-directive non-selective herbicide. And just to get as much of it down into the ground and to kill. Because you will have possibly some root suckering that happens from the result of that. Well, how how deep does the root system go? Because it all depends on your soil profile. I mean, I, I can I can show you data where they show roots of grapes going sometimes six to eight feet deep in the in the dirt. Oh, okay. But I mean, but that's but those roots are probably not going to be the ones that generate new growth. What's going to generate new growth is going to be what's near the soil line. Okay, because he's going to dig it out with a backhoe. I doubt if you have much that will resurface in that standpoint. Okay, and then I'm going to have boxwoods put in its place. Okay, sounds nice. Okay. All right, sir, have a good day, okay? You you too, thank you. Thanks for the call, and thanks for being part of Garden Talk. Folks, when we come back, we'll do What Plan I Am to launch it off. Along with that as well, give you an update on the weather conditions here in southwest Ohio and beyond. And so much more here on Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If keeping up the beauty of your home lawn and landscape is at the top of your to-do list, you're in good company. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, and we are the spring season's biggest fan because, for us, it means all things outside your window will be waking up and showing off their natural green beauty, including your lawn. Since 1959, Green Velvet has been your trusted local supplier of Ohio's most beautiful Kentucky bluegrass and turf-type tall fescue sod. You can count on us to provide you with products to keep your landscape healthy and thriving with our top-quality grass seeds, fertilizers, weed control products, and much more. But quality products are just the tip of the grass blade here at Green Velvet. We've built our business on relationships with people who trust the knowledge and advice of our team of turf professionals. Visit one of our four Dayton or Columbus locations or online at greenvelvet.com for solutions to your specific lawn care needs. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Your local in-the-grass experts for 59 years and growing. Due to increased business, Craftsman Home Improvements is currently seeking skilled installers to join their team. As one of the top kitchen and bath design build firms in Ohio, they need experienced full turnkey contractors for steady year-round work. Qualified candidates must have tools, truck trailer, and insurance. Experience with finished carpentry, tile, plumbing, electric, and drywall is required. Current openings are in Kettering and Westchester, and plenty of work is available. Check them out at CraftsmanHome.com. That's CraftsmanHome.com. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off, and you lay back. It's that end of day. (sighs) Ah. That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Are you being cheated? Every minute we spend online generates billions of dollars for big internet companies and nothing for you. EF Hutton wants to change that. Join us Monday, June 25th at the Courtyard Marriott in Springfield for the EF Hutton Talks User Rights Conference with guest presenter Martin Luther King III. Registration is free and lunch is provided, but time is running out. Reserve your seat now at EFHutton.com. That's E-F-H-U-T-T-O-N.com. All right, Dory, you've known the gang at Irwin for a very long time. I don't belong to any gangs. <laughs> it's the Jeep Celebration event at Irwin. Now through July 2nd, save big on the new 2018 Jeep Wrangler. I love the fact that you can call in if there's an issue or a question, and you can go right to the owner, Matt or Ron. They're right there. Are you tired of all the fine print and gimmicks from other dealers? Come see Ron and I at Irwin. You'll find us on the showroom floor. Get a great deal with a handshake at Irwin. 
Irwin Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. I-75 exit 69 Troy. Don't let America's greatest air show and Dayton's number one summer party sneak by you. The veteran Dayton Air Show, presented by Kroger, will feature the United States Navy Blue Angels in their first Dayton appearance in four years. June 23rd and 24th, experience military and civilian demonstrations, historic reenactments, food and fun, along with hands-on interactive events. A limited number of advanced premium CD tickets are available while supplies last at DaytonAirShow.com. And get discount tickets at area Kroger stores. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. If you've got a sore throat or allergies or flu symptoms, then our grand opening might be just what the doctor ordered. Premier Health is opening two new urgent care centers on June 25th in Huber Heights and Troy. For more information, go to premierergentcareoh.com. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, sign up today and join this fast-growing organization making a difference for your business. Learn how you can benefit from being a member. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to check us out at DaytonDefense.org. You'll be glad you did. Keeping you and your family safe. We provide updates on any credible threats, scam alerts, and security at your child's school. We are watching out for you here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Lots of clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon, we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather, a little breezy at times, highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight, we do dry out, clouds begin to break, and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of new live Doppler HD7 radar is clear. We're currently resting... At uh, 67 degrees Fahrenheit on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Javon, are you prepared? You're ready for the wild and crazy hour of Garden Talk, right? Well, folks, how this works is I am the plant. I describe my attributes, my history, and all the things that have clues. And those clues should lead you to the path of what plant I am. Now, why all this matters is we don't do this for free. We offer you the opportunity to get a $25 gift card to one of the finest garden centers in Southwest Ohio, which is Knollwood Garden Center over in Beaver Creek. So if you know what plant I am, dial up 457-1290. Here I go. I am, Javon, a native species of flowering plant. I am found in the southeastern portions of the United States natively. I'm typically found in woodland habitats of North Carolina, west to Tennessee, south to Florida, and Louisiana. I'm a deciduous shrub. And I have really showy white flowers. And I'm found in many gardens here in Ohio. There are numerous named cultivars of me available commercially. In the 18th century, the botanist William Batram found me growing in the Carolinas and the Florida Panhandle around 1770. Once I was found... I slowly entered into the British and American gardens, but I wasn't very popular in Great Britain because I had a reputation of being tender and not flowering very profusely. But in the U.S., I was widely planted. In fact, great presidents planted me, named Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. My flowers are born in very erect panicles, that are 6 to 12 inches in length and 3 to 5 inches in width. 
And Javon, I always bloom in the month of June. So what plan am I? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. I'm a very specific plant. And I am a great American staple in American gardens today. Mary, good morning and welcome to Garden Talk. Hi, Mary. Hi. How can I help you with your grass and your pear tree? Yeah, that's what I want to know. The grass uh, grows in amongst my daylilies. And we pull the grass every year and we say, oh, I think there's something that we can put on it to discourage the grass, but not to hurt the daylilies. Do you know if this grass has a lot of roots below ground? Well, yeah, it goes, you know, when you pull it up, you can see their little suckers that go underneath the ground. Okay. My guess is you've got a grass that's called a perennial grass which means it's going to be really difficult to control that perennial grass with most herbicides. So what you may want to consider doing, and this could be done right now, is that you could come in and dig and lift those daylilies up. And why you can't use a grass herbicide on those daylilies is because daylilies are actually a grass plant, okay? So what I would suggest you do is go ahead and collect the daylilies out of the dirt, put them into a pot or a container, store them in the container, then that area where the grass plants are growing, spray those with um, a post-directive non-selective herbicide like glossophate, kill that area off, and then go back and replant the daylilies. Because otherwise, you have a long battle that you're never going to win. I'm being honest with you, you know. Okay, well, we're leaving for Nova Scotia in a week, so I don't think we're going to have time to do that this year. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll just do it next year. Okay. Okay. So now what about the uh, suckers that grow on the pear trees? Um, just cut them off. Yeah, we do that every year, but is there something that we can put on there to discourage those from coming back? There's a product called Sucker Stopper. It helps reduce um, suckers from dre- regenerating. Mm-hmm. And you usually apply that at the time that you cut the plant mm-hmm. and prune it. We typically prune those in uh, March and July. Good luck to you, ma'am, and thanks for being part of Garden Talk. More Garden Talk shall continue after this with John Scott from Knollwood and on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 8.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update, our top story this morning. If you're heading out to the Vector and Dayton Air Show this um, weekend, you're going to want to know where you can go to park. Well, we have the latest information for you on what they plan to do. A few showers around today and cooler than normal. I'm meteorologist McCall Eggs. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. WHIO triple team traffic right now showing everything looking all clear at this time. Not seeing any major accidents out there. Shouldn't have much trouble this morning. And it's our top story. If you're attending the Vectran Dayton Air Show this weekend, there'll be plenty of on-site parking. First, make sure you know where you're headed based on the type of ticket you purchased. Once you arrive on-site, expect a long walk from the parking lot to the show grounds. Free shuttles will pick up guests at the front of the P-Lot and take to the Pavilion or Blue Sky Chalet areas. That's WHIO's John Tisdall. He says that shuttle runs from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Uh, continuously. Now to Preble County, where nine people are behind bars after a drug bust in an Eaton home or Friday morning. The suspects range in age from 73 to 27 and face charges from drug possession to parole violation. Deputies say the home on Ackerman Street was known for drug activity. That's WHIO's Ron Otto with team coverage. In Dayton, four people taken into custody from an OVI checkpoint Friday night out of 167 vehicles that came to that checkpoint from East 3rd and Terry and North Kiwi and East 5th. Cops say two OVI arrests were made, a drug arrest, and a felony arrest. This comes after a saturation patrol. 
Now let's have a look at that weather forecast for your Saturday. Here's meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Lots of clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon, we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear throughout the majority of the Miami Valley, especially up near the Vector and Dayton Air Show grounds. We are seeing what looks like a little bit of rain activity north of Salina, but that's about it. 64 degrees in Troy, 67 in Springfield and in Dayton at 833. I'm Jonah Adi on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. This is Larry Hanskin. For years, I've been telling you that my painting days are behind me. I'll never pick up a brush again. Instead, I pick up a phone and call University Painters at 937-630-3800. That's the number you need to get a truly professional paint job. Now, while I don't paint anymore, I can remember my previous efforts and the worst, painting ceilings. I got paint all over me, in my eyes, my mouth, more on me in the floor than on the ceiling. So this time, when we had an upstairs bathroom leak, what did I do? I called Chris at University Painters, 630-3800. He came out, took one look at the problem, gave me a complete and thorough estimate, and now my ceiling looks like new. Ceilings, walls, indoors, outdoors, a professional paint job really does make a difference. Get on the schedule now and take advantage of University Painters Spring Special. 50% off all paints and materials. Call 630-3800, 50% off all paints and materials. You can also go online at universitypainters.com. Hi. This is Larry Hanskin. For well over two years, I've been telling you about how my pillow has changed my life, helping me sleep better than ever. And I and often tell you, I, I don't understand exactly how it works, but I just know it does. Well, for one thing, uh, it stays cool all night long. You don't have to wake up in the middle of the night to flip it over to the cool side of the pillow, and you don't have to keep reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't like it, well, just send it on back. And talking about shipping, right now we got a great offer from MyPillow. Free shipping. That's right, free shipping when you get two premium MyPillows for one low price. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, use the promo code WHIO for a great price and free shipping. You can also call 1-800-320-1481, ask for the two-pack special. Again, use the promo code WHIO. MyPillow, 100% made in the USA. Throw it in the washer, throw it in the dryer. It comes out looking like new. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. WHIO. Let's spend time to take a walk through the garden gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. John. Good morning, Mr. Mark. <laughs> How are you been? I've been very pretty darn well. I mean, this rain's uh, been interesting, but boy, sure. I tell you, Mark, I went out my landscape last night because I haven't got to spend much time there. And I haven't been to my back fence row. And my shrubs, my bayberries, my viburnum, the growth rate this spring, I walked out there because my yard slopes down. So up on the porch, they don't look like they've grown a whole ton. I walked down there like, oh, my gosh, the growth rate I've gotten on those plants this year has been crazy. So yeah, You know, I, I, and I agree with you. It's been one of those years where if a plant was properly sited, and I'm going to say this, if a plant was properly sited and it was in reasonably good condition going into the spring, it has grown by boatloads of growth. And then it's like a tropical rainforest right now. Um, but if your plants in the landscape don't look good, there's problems. And it's kind of one of those things where it's... Uh, important to uh, maybe have those things investigated. And this week's plant that you put up are the world-famous daylily. You know, Mark, when you think of a plant that's been hybridized and hybridized, you know, you probably think of, I think of roses, and I, I'm not saying this with, you know, basic knowledge, but roses are probably one of the most hybridized plants out there, but daylilies have got to be a, a close second. I mean, thousands of name varieties, so many people like to hybridize daylilies because it's, 
I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to make it sound like a simple process, but it is, you know, a doable process for many folks. But, you know, as you drive around the area right now, there is so much color out there in the Daylily family. I mean, sure, a lot of the cities have have planted Stella Dioras like, you know, they were God's gift to man. But you do see daylilies blooming everywhere, and it's that peak time. And mm-hmm. I was pretty excited because we've got a bunch more in this week and just a lot of different ones. You know, we, we've we been big trophy takers. Trophy takers, folks, is a series of daylilies um, a special breeder did, I believe Dr. Epps. And, uh, but a lot of people, proven winners and, and uh, all, lots of different companies in Monrovia are, are hybridizing different ones. So we got a few new ones in, and, and you just got to love the names of them, Mark. I mean, that, that first one, the picture on the blog is, is Primal Scream, and it's just <laughs> fun to look at it. Because, boy, when you look at the bloom on that plant, it is basically screaming right at you. Yep, yep. And that's what I'm trying to say is these are plants that, 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 that are really great for low-maintenance landscape applications. These are plants that will flower to beat the band, particularly some of the good varieties that you pick and choose. And I will tell you folks, they are good winners in anybody's landscape. They just require a little maintenance and the rest is magic. Yep, and the nice thing too is as they grow, you've got a plant that's easily dividable that you can move throughout your landscape or give to another gardening friend so the beauty in your yard can become the beauty in their yard. And that's one of the things gardening is all about sharing, and that plant family is one that you can certainly share amongst other gardeners. Mr. John Scott, today your hours of operation are? We are 9 to 6 today and 11 to 5 on Sunday, and uh, just looking forward to another sort of nice, cool end of June weekend. Can't complain about the weather this weekend, that's for sure. Take care, Mr. John. We'll see you, Mark. You bet. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial as we continue with the last hour, the wild and crazy hour of Garden Talk, 457-1290. Let's rock and roll, Javon. Let's head back to the telephone lines. Let's head to the city of Kettering, and let's talk to Sydney. Sydney, good morning. Good morning. Are you prepared? Am I prepared? Yes. For what plant I am? Well, I think you're an oleander. I am a species of flowering plant native to the southeastern United States, I am typically found in woodland habitats of North Carolina, west to Tennessee, south to Florida and Louisiana. I'm a deciduous shrub with white, showy flower heads. It is commonly grown as a garden plant. There are numerous cultivars of me. And in the 18th century, William Bartran, a great American botanist, found me growing in the Carolinas, and even found me growing in the panhandle of Florida in 1770. But once I was found, um, I was sent over to Great Britain, and the British didn't like me very well because they considered me to be a weak plant. But in America, I thrived. Gardeners planted me. In fact, gardeners like Thomas Jefferson and George Washington planted me in their gardens. My flowers were, are born on erect panicles that are 6 to 12 inches in length and 3 to 5 inches in fullness and width. And I always bloom in the month of June. And you say I'm an oleander? That's what I thought you were. Yeah, I'm not an oleander. An oleander doesn't have flowers that big. And more so, if you would plant oleander in Dayton, Ohio, it would die in the winter. You know, I used to have an oleander that I had took out uh, on my deck yeah. during the summertime yeah. and then brought it in. and Yeah. Well, with me, you don't have to bring me in in the winter. Okay. <laughs> well, I just... Uh, you keep uh, me outside and I'll be just happy because I'm also known. Before I ask this question, uh, uh, Sydney, 
is I'm also known by horticulturalists as a year-round plant. Oh, a year-round plant. I am. One so, of my I, one of the be- the beauties of me is I give you four seasons of color. Sydney, thanks for your call and thank you for being part of Garden Talk. Jenny in Huber Heights, good morning. Good morning. So you've been up all night. Listen to Garden Talk since 6 a.m. Yes. What What plant am I, Jenny? Are you a yucca? I'm not a yucky yucca. <laughs> you can't fry me, okay? okay? You can't fry me. And 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 you know, I'm a lot bigger than a yucky yucca. And uh-huh. I and I don't and I and I don't carry the name Spanish bayonet. Did you know that yucca carries the name Spanish bayonet? I can see why. It's a nasty little thing, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> See, Javon, it's the wild and crazy hour garden talk. We're talking about Spanish bayonets. So, <laughs> Jenny, thank you for the call and have a good Saturday, okay? All right, thank you. Bye bye, 457 Let's. So, by the way, Javon, what does Aaron say I am? I can't see it's not in the call box. Aaron says you are a hydrangea. Oh, I wonder why he thinks that. Let's go talk to John in John in some place. John, what plant am I today, John? I'm guessing the Southern Magnolia. No, you may find me planted near Southern Magnolias, though. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I'm a lot shorter though than a Southern Magnolia. Okay. Yeah, I'm a lot shorter. My leaves, my leaves aren't as shiny as a Southern Magnolia. And my fruit that I form on me actually are seeds that kind of the birds like to eat and stuff. But my seeds don't pop out of me like a Southern Magnolia does. So, okay. Okay. John, thanks for the call and thanks for being part of Garden Talk. Okay. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. So what could I be? You know, this is one of these questions. And, and, and I will be honest with you folks. This plant... Um, um, brings chills down my spine because this plant was very beloved by one of our fine, one of our, one of our presidents that believed that this plant was a, such a great attribute to his garden as well. Let's go talk to Marilyn. Marilyn, good morning. Marilyn, what plant am I today? Stewartia. You know, you're wrong. It's wrong. You're wrong, but Stewartia is one of those plants that is very unique. <laughs> okay. Do you have Stewartia at your house? No, I don't. Yeah, Stewartia is a fun one because it blooms all summer long with these beautiful white flowers that are um, have just absolute fragrance to them. Um, Stewartia has a spectacular fall color, um, but I will say... Yeah, I will say in my native habitat, you will probably find Stewartia very close to me. Okay. <laughs> you will find right. you will find me my native habitat, which is the Carolinas through Florida. You will find Stewartia, particularly I would say in the lowlands of North Carolina and the lowlands of South Carolina. You will find me with Stewartia. Oh, okay. I was close then. You're getting close, but a different, totally different plant. Okay. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety, and Adam. Adam, good morning from Beaver Creek. Good morning, sir. It's a pleasure. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you doing today? I'm well. I'm well. So, Adam, what plant am I? A rhododendron? Nah, nah, uh, nah. Where do you think rhododendrons are native to? I'm really not sure. Yeah, they're um, the native rhododendron as we know it today. Uh, it's it's there's 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 European varieties that are that are native to Europe. Also, the Appalachian Mountains, you'll find lots of rhododendron. Yeah, that's where I've uh, ran into most of them. Yeah, Appalachian Mountains, and you'll also find some rhododendron in the western United States, too, typically in the Cascades as well. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a rhododendron, but um, 
I'm, I, I can get as big as a rhododendron. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the opportunity. All right, sir. And thanks for calling and being part of Garden Talk, okay? Have a great day. You bet. Bye-bye. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. Javon, uh, Aaron is up on line four. What is Aaron's uh, um, topic? Can you tell me? I, I, it's not showing up in the call. Aaron screen. had an answer for um, what planet I am. Did he? Did he say what it was though? Yeah, it was hydrangea. Okay, we're gonna do two of these all at once. Okay, Aaron, good morning. You think I'm a what? Hydrangea. What kind? Um. That's a good question. There's so many so you varieties. Know, I know, but I but you're getting close. No cigar. All right. Tom, good morning. What plant am I? Tom once. Tom twice. Tom thrice. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. What plant am I? Rosie, good morning. Rosie? Hello, I'm here. How are you, Rosie? I'm fine. What plant am I, Rosie? Right now. What what plant am I, ma'am? A what? A crepe myrtle. No, 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 not today. Not today. Not today. My window right now. All right. Bye, bye, Rosie. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. So, what plant am I, Javon? I can tell you, I am a hydrangea, but you got to give me the right name of hydrangea. Um, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington beloved me, just loved me to death. Um, you will find me planted in some of the most historical gardens in America, particularly in the eastern United States. I am known to be a year-round plant. I have magnificent leaves. At my house right now, I've got one that's an absolute stunning flowers. Um, Just absolutely beautiful. Um, And in the fall, I am magical. I am magical, magical, magical red. And I am gorgeous. So what plant am I? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. More Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Foxlagers is our name. Since 1959, the Stockslagers family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. In our seven acres of greenhouses, we grow a lovely variety of annuals, perennials, and hanging baskets. Need advice to plant a vegetable garden? Our knowledgeable staff will help. Choose from tomatoes, vegetables, fruit trees, and many varieties of potted herbs. We're here for you year-round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35. The future's coming fast, so Spectrum's getting faster. Hey, there's going to be billions of connected devices in the next few years. Someone's got to power this stuff. That's why Spectrum is accelerating internet speed starting at 100 megs across our fiber-powered network to keep everything, and that means everything, connected. So bring on the next big thing, and the next big thing after that. Spectrum is here to power it. Are you ready for what's next? Spectrum. Think forward. To learn more, visit Spectrum.com. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group, and I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800 385 That's 800-385-0437. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. 
Still at America's greatest air show and Dayton's number one summer party sneak by you. The veteran Dayton Air Show, presented by Kroger, will feature the United States Navy Blue Angels in their first Dayton appearance in four years. June 23rd and 24th, experience military and civilian demonstrations, historic reenactments, food and fun, along with hands-on interactive events. A limited number of advanced premium CD tickets are available while supplies last at DaytonAirShow.com. And get discount tickets at area Kroger stores. Keeping your family safe, our Storm Center 7 team of meteorologists bring you the information you need to know around the clock, 24-7. Depend on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> it's 8.52. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Lots of clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon, we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight, we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, pretty much uh, clear right now. We've got semi-overcast skies, a nice eastern horizon sunrise this morning. And uh, we're resting at 67 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 if you'd like to be part of the wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk. And uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go talk to Diane. Hey, Diane, good morning and welcome to Garden Talk. How are you? Very well. Okay. I'm going to give you all the clues, Diane, and you tell me what planet you think I am. Okay? Okay. I am a flowering plant native to the southeastern United States. I am typically found in woodland habitats. I am a deciduous shrub with white showy flowers that is commonly grown as a garden plant. There are numerous cultivars available of me. In the 18th century, botanist William Batrum found me growing in the Carolinas and even found me growing in the panhandle of Florida in 1770. And then once I was found, I was introduced into commerce in Great Britain and the British didn't like me. They didn't like me because they considered me to be tender and they considered me to be weak. Doggone Brits. While in the United States, I was planted, I was cultivated, I was grown. In fact, I am found today in probably almost every single great garden from New York to Philadelphia to the Carolinas, even in Louisiana, even in Illinois, even in Ohio. My flowers are born. They're erect. They're 6 to 12 inches in length, 3 to 5 inches in width, and I always bloom in the month of June. So, with that being said, Diane, what plant am I? Shasta daisies? No. <laughs> I will Thank give you, you, though, the petals <laughs> of a Shasta daisy are the same color of my flower, but I do not have a yellow center as a Shasta daisy. And a Shasta Daisy also is a perennial, while I am a woody shrub. But, oh. but Diane, thanks for the call, okay? All right. Okay. Ha- happy gardening. Happy gardening to you, ma'am. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. All right, Javon. See who goes, who's calling us on line four and see what their answer is. I got a little time here to do this. I'll let you know that there are two people on the line right now who have the correct answer. One of which called at five minutes and 38 seconds ago, and the other one called five minutes and 14 seconds ago. And the one who called with five minutes and now 46 seconds ago is actually going to be the winner. 
It's kind of cool. Within, let's say, 20 seconds, two people got the right answer. (laughs) All right. Paula, good morning. Good morning. What plant am I? I would say the moth head hydrangea. No. That's a hy- oh. that's a macrophylla hydrangea. I am not oh. a macrophylla hydrangea. Oh, I am not. I am native to the eastern United States, and I'm not oh. a macrophylla hydrangea. So, with that being said, Jim in Sydney, Ohio. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Jim, I just want to let you know you are the winner today. You were 28 seconds before Caroline. <laughs> and poor Caroline, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to give you, but 28 seconds later, Jim, you are the winner. Now, Jim, I have to tell you, do you how did you know I was an oak leaf hydrangea? Well, your your last hints gave you away. Um <laughs> the blooming, the color of the flower. Mm. Um the fact that it was woody, and I have a plethora of them. So, <laughs> And, Jim, this is a plant. Now, I want you to think about this. This is a plant that was collected by Beatrum. It was mm-hmm. sent to England, and the British horticultural snobs put their nose to it because it was a weak American hydrangea. It wasn't uh-huh. a superior hydrangea like they grow in Great Britain. Of course. At the same time in the 1700s, this plant was grown by guys named Jefferson, guys named Washington. Benjamin Franklin put it in his garden in Philadelphia. It grew. It thrived. It provided year-round color, even though the Brits said it was a weak plant. Uh. So the, 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 the symbolism of this plant is this plant is a Native American it is a plant that can be grown in most gardens in Ohio. This is a plant that has great resilience to the temperature. It gives you four seasons of color. And every time you look at it and every time that I look at it, I think of the names of Jefferson. I think of the names of Washington. I think about their bravery and their signatures on the Declaration of Independence. And I think to myself, thank God the Brits thought it was a weak plant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a plant that uh, is truly an American patriot. Jim, I'm going to put you on hold. You are the proud winner of a $20 gift card to Noel, $25 gift card to Noel Goodwood because they're gardeners like you and I. And by the way, you will find an oak leaf hydrangea at Noelwood today if you want to buy one. Jim, I'm going to put you on hold, sir. Okay? Thank you. Con- congratulations, right. sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. I sure hope you enjoyed this morning's broadcast because I bring, uh, I tell you what, it brings me great joy to come to this station uh, for the last 28 years and share with you my knowledge, my passion, and my love for the world of plants. And I hope you take some of that knowledge and passion and love and put it into your landscape. And like I said before today, plants are all about maintenance and plants are all about care. Take care of yours, and they'll take care of you. Remember the very words that I spoke 28 years ago on a fine June day, just like today, and they're so very true as well. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has created. Please, my friends, get out there and do some gardening, but be sure the gardening that you always do is happy gardening on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.